Information plus action equals power. The financial stress is the number one stress in the system. We all die at the end of the day because cancer is formed because of a lack of oxygen. Because oxygen is the healer of all things. When you rewire yourself, ladies and gentlemen, what you do is you're expanding your brain cells to stop the chronic stress. I want you guys to know and understand that, you know, now you have information. Information plus action equals power. Information plus action equals power. Information with doing nothing with it is just useless information. Right. Now we've got to take the right actions behind it. This is why we call this program Empower Patient. Now you have information and empowerment on how to do this. So I want to cover some content with you guys on really what I think is, and he may disagree with me with this, but I think I'm right. Um, the number one cause. With him, right? Sorry, the number one cause of your C-reactive protein being high. It's stress. It's stress. It's stress. It's stress. The American Psychological Association. Let me come on the side. Sure. The American Psychological Association did a study, and they found that 75 percent, three out of four Americans, dealt with the financial stress as the number one stress in the system. Number one stress is financial. So when many of you have come into our world, I keep talking about money. There's a reason I talk about money. Because if I don't help you understand money, then you're, you're gonna have this problem later on. You either handle it now or you handle, handle it later. But we need to understand that it's a major, major problem. That's, so you have three different responses. I'm gonna draw on the board here and cover some stuff. Three responses, three different types of stresses. You have physio physiologic, physical, let's call it. Physical stress. You have psychological stress, and then you have sociological stress. So you have these three different types of stresses that live in your system. The first is physical. You can over physically stress your body out, right? You can go work too hard. You can work out too hard and create stress on your system. That can be done. Or you could get into a car accident. That could create stress onto your system. Or you could get beaten up. That can create stress in the system. Now here's the interesting thing about this. This cascade of stress, when you first get this response, it lasts 72 hours for that response to actually stay in your system. So this stress cascade that goes on with your cortisol going up and your basically your um, C-reactive protein going up, that goes on for literally three days consistently. Okay, I want you to get that. Now, here's what I want you to understand inside this. If this cascade is going up consistently and it's constantly staying in your system, it goes into the second phase of stress. First, you have acute stress inside this, and second, which is really important to understand, the second phase of stress is this. It's the inflammatory response. And the third is dysregulated stress. All three of these are cascades in the system. So let me explain this. Let me explain what happened so you understand this now. If you get a root experience at an acute stress level, I'll give you an example of this. Last night, I was turning the lights off, and out of nowhere, a man is standing right behind me. <laughs> I turn around, I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, where did you come from? <laughs> my heart raced, my, my blood pressure went up, cortisol went through the system. I was like, total attack mode. Now. What's going to happen in my system, she doesn't know this, but this is what she did to me. For 72 hours, all the inflammatory responses are going to be high in the system. 
They're going to be high into the system. Now, the second phase is that if you don't rewire that acute stress, it eventually leads to an inflammatory stress. And what happens is your CRP goes up. Remember Dr. Vyas said, you could have inflammation from arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, digestive issues. All these are inflammatory diseases. That goes up consistently. Now, you, let's say that stays on for a period of time. We now call that chronic. And that chronic stress is the key that leads to dysregulation in your nervous system. This is where people deal with all the mental health disorders that are out there today. From anxiety, stress, depression, all of this happens in this dysregulated state. Stage three of the stress cascade of, the, of a root experience that happens in your body. So if an individual is functioning in a state of a dysregulated nervous system, they're going to do all the things that I, we are gonna tell you to do here. Exercise, work out, take your supplements, take turmeric, do all of those things, yes. But here's what no one else in the world is gonna do, is rewire this. Meditation, all of that, what it's trying to do, it's trying to open up the vagal response. From your brain, you have this nervous system, this nerve called the vagal nerve. And this vagal nerve is what controls the parasympathetic component of the nervous system. And if you're not exercising and you're not moving and you're not driving that nervous system up and getting your heart rate up, you don't engage the, vagal, the parasympathetic response. And because of this, your body runs on what's called the sympathetic system. And as it's running on the sympathetic system, you now are releasing excess amounts of dopamine, excess amounts of enkephalins, excess amounts of en endorphins. Endorphins, thank you. I couldn't think of the word. Endorphins inside that. Now your system is on this consistent high, and then when you don't get it, you crash on the opposite side. And we call that depression, mental health, chaos in our life. So C-reactive protein is trying to get you to balance your system inside this. If you have too much of this sympathetic system on, your C-reactive protein is on. And inflammation is running through your system. You have the mind and the body. You have both of them that have to work in conjunction. You can't do one without the other. If you don't have the body component part and the exercise, the diet, all these components that we're talking the sleep. Let's go to sleep for a second because mm -hmm. if we go to sleep, you are active in the day with your sympathetic nervous system, okay? And if you don't sleep at night, you don't engage the parasympathetic nervous system completely. Of course, during the day, you're taking portions of it. So if this ever goes out on video, I want everyone to understand, yes, you are still engaging it, but your primary time of the parasympathetic nervous system is during the nighttime. And if you're not activating that, you're gonna be consistently high. And if you're consistently high, for ladies, because there's a lot of ladies on this call, you lead to something called PCOS, because testosterone goes up all the time. And that imbalances the hormonal system. So here's what I'm trying to say to you guys, is that if you don't manage your life and stay in your highest values and do the things that matter the most to you and live your life in accordance to who you are and you try and live on these social structures of stress from physical to psychological to social, you'll create chaos and your CRP will be high because of that. Your psychological stress is you judging you. Your physical stress is the external components of physically hurting yourself. That's gonna bring a response. But socially, that's everybody you're comparing yourself to, everything you're comparing yourself to, all the society, the rules, the regulations inside that. But your judgment towards yourself also plays a factor inside of this. 
So if you think you're not where you're supposed to be, you're not doing what it is that you want to do, and you are judging yourself inside of this, you are creating a cascade of response of stress. Elementally, for you, every individual, that's why I say this, is that the human body is trying to get you back to your highest values to be authentic to who you are. When you do that, inflammation goes down. Your stress markers go down. If you're in a state of congruency with who you are, then you don't need to eat like crap. You don't need to drink like crap. You can govern the emotions that come along with it. Typically, if I go back to this for a second, someone who's in a dysregulated nervous system, their sympathetic nervous system is highly activated. It's not stress that's the problem. Please get this. It's chronic stress that's the problem. Because you are going to constantly have new challenges, constantly have to rewire things that are going to affect your physiology. We start with money to talk about the aspects of money, but money is just the equivalent of your own self-worth. That's why I say that. If you have money handled, can you still be inflamed? You better believe it. Yes, absolutely. If you have money and you're doing what you love, does your inflammation go down? 100% it does. It has to. This is why I'm saying this, is that you got to handle the money side of it, but you got to handle the other side of yourself inside of that. So for some of you, uh, it's like you, you, you stop doing the work on yourself. Meditation is great. It's fantastic. It activates this vagal response to calm and compensate the current state. It doesn't heal where it began from. Please get what I just said. It doesn't heal where it began from. So if your vibrational frequency, let's say you were going through a divorce, and they stated this, there's, a, there's actually a, a study that shows this, that says exactly how much stress an individual goes through. And if you have three major things that happen in your life, from the death of a loved one, to a divorce, to um, major business challenges or anything like that, these three things are chronically producing that will show you that you have a high probability of getting sick in the coming year. Your inflama inflammatory markers that you're looking at right now are high indicators of you potentially getting sick. Okay? And I want you, and I'm saying this not to scare you, but to empower you. So your inflammatory markers are not there to scare you. They're there to wake you up. And, I, and I'm saying this to you all because you have to look at your inflammation and, and change that. And I'm going to give you some things that I would recommend every one of you do consistently. Consistently. Stanford did a study to show that an individual who has chronic levels of stress decreases their actual brain cells over the course of their lifetime by 50%. This was a study done by Stanford University. And what it does, it's breaking down the actual system and the brain isn't functioning and firing the way that it's designed to. A lot of that has been led to conditions like um, Alzheimer's, uh, memory loss. And so if you're chronically stressed, you're building yourself, you're breaking down your nervous system inside that. And the brain breaks down because of that. You've got to change that, being able to adapt to stress, being using tools, strategies, rewiring patterns, exercise, modalities, because it's all about keeping the brain functioning longest and at the healthiest level you can so that the rest of the system works correctly. CRP inflammatory markers being high. There's a direct correlation between the nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system and there's a nerve bundle that sits exactly in your pancreas.
There's an entire nerve bundle that goes right there. And if you are in a higher dopamine state, it is affecting the blood sugar population. You look at your heart. Fat is not bad. Fat is a mechanism to protect you because you're inflamed. I don't want you to sit and think, I'm fat, I'm bad. No. That is a normal response that the body has when it's inflamed. So people want to lose weight. Wrong thing to lose. Lose inflammation. Right. Lose inflammation. Then you create a fat loss. When you have a dysregulated nervous system. So if I came in and I, I came to Bree, say for example, and she's super in her anxious state and I just give her another trigger, what's going to happen? Is that going to create a allergic response? And she's, her nervous system is going to be more heightened? Absolutely. Leukocytes? Sepsis. So now you're open to infection. We know this. If your sympathetic nervous system is heightened during the daytime, you have red blood cells that are firing up and you don't have the white blood cells, the leukocytes that are working through the night. They've shown direct correlation that when you have this cytokine response, where I talked about step one, in this phase, the acute phase, is the cytokine response that gets illicit in that phase. It's the cytokines that are in there. That's a normal response. But if we can't adapt to a changing environment, that cytokine response now creates a massive influx into the system and doesn't be able to, it's not able to heal the virus or the bacteria or the stress from that situation. Cancer, okay? If someone is in a cancerous state or in a inflammatory state, think about this. If this, let's say this is cancer, and let's say this is your beautiful pancreas here. And now, because you're inflamed and your body's gonna create what's called this thing that everyone doesn't like, but is called fat. Specifically, we'll call that visceral fat. Mm -hmm. And I know Dr. Vyas has talked to you about visceral fat, correct? Now you create this visceral fat, visceral fat around your pancreas that sits underneath here, right? And now, fat doesn't have the blood flow inside of this to let the actual non-inflammatory markers come in the way. And what it does, it actually prevents oxygenation to get to the pancreas. This is why you gotta think about CRP. That, now, blood doesn't get there, your body creates these little cancer cells and begins to grow because of that because I'm about to end all of this with a statement that I want you to gather. Infections, I just covered that really because we just went through that, right? Obesity, obesity is not a bad thing. Obesity is a normal response that your body goes through when you have chronic amounts of stress. Chronic amounts of stress into the system leads to obesity. How do we create chronic stress? An inability to adapt to a changing environment. And when we don't change to an environment, we now create obesity. We now create stress. We now create hormonal imbalance. All of this is a neuroendocrine system. It's the nervous system that's controlling the endocrine system, which is releasing these hormones, which is putting things out of balance here. Fat just means leads to atherosclerosis. Atherosclerosis, let me give you the real basic human term of it. It means you have fat in your arteries. That's what it means. Just because you're fat doesn't mean you have to have, you can have normal arteries. Just because you're skinny doesn't mean you don't have fat in your arteries. Because you could be skinny fat 
right. and inflamed as heck too. It's almost worse for the people who are skinny fat, believe it or not. It's almost worse for the people who are skinny fat because they're deluded to think that they don't have this problem. All of this comes down to one thing that I want you to gather. Oxygen. Oxygen is the life energy of the system. We all die at the end of the day because cancer is formed because of a lack of oxygen. This has been proven scientifically. Go look it up. It's, this is ridiculous, right? Oxygen, you put oxygenation into the body. That's why exercise is important. That's why we're, you've got to move because oxygen is the healer of all things. You put oxygen into the body and it actually becomes the life force that actually will end up healing all these different conditions in different areas. At least begin the process of it. I'm not saying it'll heal it completely. At least begin the process of it. So for an individual who is not breathing, you are breaking down your oxygen or breaking down your system. When you breathe short and shallow, there's no oxygen going into your system. This is why all of this is important. This is why rewiring is important. This is why physical and mental go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. This is why I've always said Dr. Vyas is brilliant with what he does with functional medicine. And then I come along and I say, now let's talk about thinking on top of that. Right. And I have the science of thinking and like what that does to the body. But with the conjunction of the two, now you've got the real recipe of an entire system that can be healthy. Right. So when I have issues with labs or things like that, I go to him and say, what does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? And truthfully, what I do is I use it as a feedback to sit and say, what do I got to work on? Right. What do I got to work on? What's going on in my mind that I got, that I got to clear up? What's the root experience I got to go clear up? So I'm not against supplements. You guys know I'm very pro supplements in that. I use the physical system, but I also use the mental system in what we know. Because most people, unfortunately, or fortunately, hopefully we can change that over the course of my lifetime, is that they're going to stay stuck in a compensatory pattern of from stress versus a causation pattern. If we can go after the causation of where things began, of all this hypoxic states in their system, and the CRP began that process, then you lower chronic inflammation. Then you lower all of that. Modern medicine, for the most part, is reactive. It's changing. It's completely changing. What's, what's happening is completely changing in the world with stem cells and that, but it's still reactive to inside, inside of the system. It's gonna, I'm gonna use it, everybody's gonna use it. But can we have a little bit more empowerment in our own decisions, in, the, in our own thought process, in the way that we think to create health for ourselves, so that we don't need to rely on external forces? Is there gonna be a time we all do? Yes, our body evolutionary was based to live 35, 45 years at the max, right? And realistically, I mean, with some of the work that David Sinclair is doing and that we could live to 120, 130 years. Like that's really what it's like. They're gonna be, they're able to regrow lungs. You can basically buy lungs in the next five years. Three to four years, if you have lung disease, hold on, 30 grand, I can just go write a check and get a new set of lungs. And then boop, new lungs, got it. Like this is the stuff that's coming down the pipeline. It's pretty amazing, right? You can buy new organs, new kidneys, new hearts, new, you know, and I just don't think that they can build a new brain. I haven't seen any research on that, but they will. They'll be able to put implantation, the devices in there that'll have memory come back, all these things that'll sustain the lifespan of that. When you rewire yourself, ladies and gentlemen, 
What you do is you're expanding your brain cells to stop the chronic stress. The more negentropic you become with your body and organize the structure, the system, the longer the longevity will last. The more entropic you become with your body and you allow chaos and or disorder, disarray and disorganization to take place, the more it's gonna break down. It's just that simple. It really is that simple. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when the next episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with someone you think will like it. And remember, you can always find the visual version of this podcast